All right. So you, you want to do the uh, the disclaimer? I think you can sure. manage it. You can get it out. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have it? Do you have it written down? No. The ideas and content included in this podcast. That's not it. It's not. That's it. not it. It's, it's wrong that's right off it. the bat. How do I? How am I supposed to remember it? The ideas and content expressed in this podcast are our own and do not reflect the views or opinions of any current or previous employers. Boom. It's so easy. <laughs> all right so what are we talking about today we're talking about tough conversations man because conversations conversations we've we've both have had to have lots of hard conversations in our careers in residential construction with with, shoot with each other with our bosses with employees some of them this week right with with customers with contractors with other lateral uh people in your own company and other subsidiaries i think i thought specifically we were going to talk about um you sound way better when you're up close i'm like by the way i'm practically kissing it i know i like it (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) just got really awkward in this small room it's too hot in here um i lost uh specifically we're talking about um with our subordinates, right? Because if you're a construction manager, that means you. Whoops, sorry, buddy. That means you've, you've, you've made it to a, a level where you're expected to actually train other people to do your job, right? And it's it's, um, you know, I see a bunch of examples of this where I see guys that only allow their assistants to be like laborers. They're like, you're going to spend time with a laborer. Yeah, we've heard a couple complaints from folks that are listening to the podcast yeah. saying the same thing. Yeah, and I think that's really a disservice. So, you know, but you know as a manager and as a mentor and a teacher, um, you know, you have to be able to have conversations where you, you critique the work that they're doing, right? So they know what they're doing, where they can improve. Um, but you know, at the same time, you gotta, you gotta praise them, tell them what they're doing. Right. Right. You know, but it's, it's easy to tell somebody you're doing a great job. Oh man, you're doing a great job. Hey, I saw you built that house upside down. Nice job. A lot of effort. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I mean, let's face it. If you're, if you're not succeeding, you're not going to be around for any amount of time. So if you've been here for a while, you're yeah. probably doing something right. At least completing for sure. certain jobs. Well, right? hope, hopefully, you know what? Though? That's not that's not even the case because there are a lot of guys, and we were talking. I gave I gave you an example earlier mm-hmm. that uh, will go through long expanses of time where their managers won't have the tough conversations with them. Right. So they continue to do the wrong thing over and over and over and over right. again until finally, there's no choice but to just fire them and you haven't given them the opportunity to improve, you haven't given them the, the feedback that they need to actually uh-huh. make the corrections. Right. You know, and it's different if you give them the feedback to make the corrections and they don't do it, then, you know, see ya. Yeah. And I guess you have to ask yourself as a manager or as a negotiator or whatever, if you're having that conversation, what, what's your end goal? Is your end goal to like make them feel bad? Sure. You know, <laughs> that's not the end goal. It might be a means to an end. That's just a perk. <laughs> no, I mean, the goal, obviously, is not to make anybody feel bad or to put you in your place or to tell you how much I know. The goal is to, you know, improve or right. to be successful. Yep. So, you know, y- you have to be looking at that end goal and focused on it because it might not be a one-step thing. It yeah. might it might take a while before you get to that success. Yeah. 
Um, hey, hey, can I digress for just one second? No. Because unfortunately, we only stay on topic here. <laughs> I meant to tell you about my groundhog. <laughs> I had somebody gave me this advice, and it was the weirdest <laughs> advice I've ever heard. And I hope they're not listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um, but they certainly are. They should. Let's I hope they do. So they told me I should capture it alive mm-hmm. and then take it to a farm and let it go. Yeah, the farmer would be real pissed at you. Yeah, Depends on what he's growing. I was like, what farmer do you know that's pissed you off? This guy with $20,000 horses up the street, he would love if you dig holes all through his property <laughs> and break all those ankles. <laughs> said. I was like, they were like, hey, I got a cage. It's real humane. The, the groundhog would be alive. And I was like, well, what do I do with it? Oh, you can take it to a farm. Yeah, you know, he'll live out his days. Maybe he'll meet someone nice. <laughs> I said, is there a farm where somebody's growing moles and they need like holes for them to live in? What What are you talking about? They would live to, together well anyway. It's funny because I told your story to a friend of mine who's a very different type of friend than whoever uh-huh. you were talking to. <laughs> and he just started showing me pictures of groundhogs he shot in his own yard. He's like, man, an air rifle do the job. <laughs> oh, I have a couple of air pistols, airsoft pistols. They're, they're gas. That, is, that would just piss him off. He just... You know, he'd just be angry. I'm pissed off. I need to shoot that summer. I need, I need to shoot that guy like a hundred times to make me happy. But if Gina catches me, I'm a dead man. Yeah, you can't. You can't do it. Anyway, I'm sorry, man. I, I just wanted to tell you about my Don't grandpa. apologize to me. I love your stories. I loved. I listened to our to our last show back uh, and our conversations about the fence, the trash fence, the, my trash the fence. with the door in it. It was hilarious. Dude, I loved it. I looked at the fence yesterday, as a matter of fact, and I was like, oh, I have got to put a gate on this thing. <laughs> I love it. So what were we talking about? I don't know, man. Um, hard conversations. Hard conversations. Right? All right. So we jotted down a couple of things when we were discussing this. There are some, there are some opportunities that you have as a manager or as a, as a, especially as a manager to like evaluate and to help coach your guys in the right direction. And you know, some of them need lots of coaching. They need everything right from the ground up. And some of them just need to be to your help to get to a higher level. Yeah. And I would say that the third category would be like the guys that are very good at this job. I I put myself in this category when I was a CM in the field, I was super good at my job most of the time. Yeah. And then I'd get like, (laughs) distracted or I was like playing rugby or like being, you know, oh, yeah, dude. you know, living for the weekend and, and you can't wait to get to do what you're not focused on your job. And so yeah. I, I get it like on cruise control a little bit and then realize, Oh my God, I'm behind and I need to work uh, really yes. super hard. So that, there's that like third category there. I would say for employees that, that you have to stay focused on, but there's a couple of times where, regular times where you have a chance to evaluate these guys. I wrote down um, your day-to-day. Like maybe you're just driving through to check out your job site and you go and you meet with your manager and you are, you know, or if you're the CM, you meet with the subcontractors and you give them the chance to like, you know, improve what they're doing. Hey, I noticed that you opened up all the packages for these switches and plugs that you're putting into this house. And then you threw them on the floor right next to where you were working and you appear to be leaving right now. And Um, now I have to slash four of your tires. So there's like an opportunity there. And I said, uh, you know, regular. So let's back that up though, dude. How do you handle it? I mean, I know how I would handle it. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, you, you shove a couple of them in his mouth and yeah. you make him feel like a dumbass. And you pull his pants down and push him <laughs> over. I would be like, hey, 
You know, I probably have a couple of my, I, I, you know, I don't know how, I probably, it's situational, I guess. Depends on how my day's going. Yeah. Because I would most definitely be, um, probably be aggressive about it, to be totally honest. If I'm, if I'm being honest, I'd probably be a little aggressive and be like, yeah, you left your effing trash <laughs> in my beautiful house. Go clean it up. Right. Or, or I'm going to, you know, pay, I'm going to bring somebody here to clean up for you. I'm going to double the charge mm-hmm. and you're going to pay for my time. MF. Right. <laughs> and then that guy might never come back out to your right. job. And site then he'll again. be like, that guy's a jerk. He'll yeah. never come back. No, but I mean, you know, honestly, hopefully you're at the point where people are cleaning up their trash. But there's a, uh, I, I will tell you right now, I have a real life um, scenario where I have a, a trade partner. By the time this airs, this will be history that is underperforming. And uh, I'm making a change. I do not want to have that conversation. No, it's a tough one, man. It's a tough conversation to have, man. But I've, I've, we've, we've had meetings. We've, I've talked about the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. I've given lots of opportunities for improvement. It's just not there. Right. Schedule suffering, quality suffering, and I'm going to make this change. Mm-hmm. Um, but I owe it to that person, that company, to um, to make that phone call or to schedule a meeting, an in person meeting, and and have a a face to face conversation with them and say, look. Here's where this is our history. This is where we're at making a change. Yeah, this, these were our ultimatums. Here's yeah. where you're at now. Yeah. This is our decision. Yeah. And and you know, that's it's super uncomfortable. It's tough. Man. And you know what? You might be doing business with that guy next month or next year or in ten years from now. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I feel like like what you said, you owe it to them. You do. They working for they're working for you. They're respon- you're you're responsible for their work. Yeah. You know, yep. I, I always use the line early in the conversations when we're doing those day-to-day corrections, I wasn't going to say like performance evaluation time. That would be more like a scheduled time where you were, Hey, look, we're going to, you know, start you on this new job. You're an electrician and we're going to give you a fair shot. And six months from now, we're going to reassess where you're at. A lot of times that's how you end up hiring people. Right. Yeah. Um, that would be a regularly scheduled thing. The day-to-day correction stuff. I like to start off a little light with it. Hey, Hey buddy. Like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Good. Do you, you must have like a helper around here that's going around picking up all these plastic bags that you left all over the job <laughs> or something like that. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you thought I was going to do it. Oh, no, silly. dude, you see how nice this shirt is? <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, I spent hours going to school so I didn't have to pick up that trash. No, but I mean, so, you know, maybe it's a joking thing. Maybe, but you owe it to yourself and to him to make sure that he does it right. Because yeah. the next thing that's happening is your boss or the customers coming in. But that's the thing, right? So I know with, um, when I'm training CMs, um, or, AC, or assistant construction managers, construction managers, whatever, or when I'm just getting them used to my style because they're new or I'm new Which to them or whatever. Which has to take some long amount of time, it I'm does. sure. It does. I like to, uh, I'll be like, hey, you know, I always make sure that there's some positive I'm like, hey, man, I saw uh-huh. such and stuff. Man, you guys are managing a ton of work out here. This is great. I see the people working all over the place. But you know what? At one thing I noticed, you know, you need to do A, B, and C a little bit better. Uh-huh. And then uh, so that I, that's initial. I plan to see, blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. This is what has to happen. So then, you know, next day, next week, whatever, next time I see him or whatever, especially if it's the same issue, I'll be like, hey, remember last week when we talked? Yeah. I mentioned this and this and this. Yeah, I noticed none of it got done. What's uh what's up with that? And they'll be like, oh, oh well, you were serious. <laughs> <laughs> or I told them, um, I like to joke, but not about that. Well, and then I'll uh, I'll say, look, dude, this is serious. You know, and I, you know, all kidding aside, I'm like, look, I'm, I brought it up for a reason. 
brought up because this is this right. thing has to be fixed. Mm-hmm. But hey, I know you're going to fix it because I know you're a great guy. I know you're doing good work, whatever. Um, and then if I see it again, that's when it gets serious. Then there's no joke. There's no, it's not cordial anymore. Right. Then it's, hey, I saw this again. What's it going to take? Yeah. You know, is there a problem? Is there a reason you can't do this? What's what's standing in your Was way? Was I not screaming it loud enough? Because yeah. I can do that <laughs> if you'd like. So you know, and it's it's funny. I try to I try to keep conversations with um, subordinates and and employees very um, cordial, you know, because you want you know you want them to know that you respect them, you respect the fact that they're out there, um, but at the same time, you know, you can be very cordial but very direct. So I'll say, this is what I expect. If I don't see this. I'm going to take, I'm going to do X, whether that's right, you know, formal. And I usually will follow it up with an email. Hey guys, today we talked about this on the job site. This is what I expect. Cause now I have it. I didn't just mention it to them. Now it's documented. Right. And I tell them I'm documenting this. And usually most guys are like, Oh, I get it. This dude's serious. Yeah. I need to correct this problem. But the old I CYA technique. But I always ask them, is there something that you need from me? To make this happen. Mm-hmm. Why are you not able to get this done? Yeah. So I almost p- turn it on to myself, put it on me first, say, hey, you know, what can we're, I do We're for in you? this together. What can yeah. I do to help? Yeah. I, I'll even tell them, you know, if I, if I, depending on how I'm feeling, I'll say, do I need to do your job for you or can you handle it? Right. Kind of, it's almost like a challenge. Yeah. I, I use that technique subtly a lot of times too. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, you're asking a question, you're not getting it a good answer and then you just turn around <laughs> and call the guy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. hey, did you you know did you get this door on schedule? Oh, you didn't. Hold on. Hold and on. And then I'm ring calling the door guy. Yeah. Hey, it's me. I need this done now. Can yeah. you get over here 30 seconds ago? Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me show you how easy this. <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. So, but it always comes with, um, like, so if I'm if I'm ex- telling somebody what I, you know expect what I expect from them because I'm mm-hmm. correcting behavior, I'm correcting you know whatever it is, you know I always say this is how I would do it. Right. You do it the way you want to do it. This is how I would do it. You can use my way if you want. Yeah. But here's the end result I expect. Yeah. But here's where we're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so, and I guess that's kind of like a, that's how you would, you would work it on a day to day thing. Right. But you always have to make sure that if they do it, you follow up and say, Hey, I saw that this got done. Awesome job. Right. Exactly. Well, and another thing that I like to use a technique that I heard one time was a compliment sandwich mm-hmm. or that would be a. Yes, no, yes technique. Like, hey, buddy, how's it going, man? This job site looks fantastic. But I notice we've got these couple of things that we need to work on here. Let's discuss those. And, hey, man, like, you know, this, the, you know, that final product on that last thing that you put together was really great, man. Keep up the good work. And that way you're not, you don't leave feeling like crap. Yeah. Um, different technique, maybe when I'm d- giving out some rough news, if you have to tell somebody no to something that they're asking you for, I go with a no, no, yes technique there. (laughs) You got a list of things that you want and I can't do any of them, but there are a couple of things I am able to do. Like, Hey, you need all this stuff from me. I'm not going to be able to do this. And this other thing that you asked for is stupid. You should have <laughs> But this third thing, surprise, I'm here to help you. But hey, I, I'll, I'll, I'll pick that wrapper up <laughs> from your front yard as I'm leaving. You're exactly, welcome. Exactly. <laughs> so I think, uh, you know, that's like your day-to-day. But then, you know, it gets, you know, if if there's repeated things that need to be corrected or whatever, then you, then you, you got to get a little more formal, right? Right. So then you're scheduling like a, a one-on-one. <clears throat> Typically, it's not on the job site. It can be, but I like to do it. I like it. If I'm going to go to the trouble to set up like a one-on-one, I like to be a little bit more formal. I may ask him to come to my office. Mm-hmm. Um, 
or I may, uh, well, you know, maybe we'll find out someplace in the model or whatever, someplace, someplace off the job site, formal, where I'm sitting across the table from this dude, the computer open. I've already typed up everything I want to tell him. Um, and I say, you know, here's the behavior that needs to be corrected. This is what I expect. Here's how I expect you to do it. Here are your measurables because you got to tell somebody. You got to give them a yeah. timeline. You know, you got to say. Can't I you say not good enough? Not good enough. Fix right. it. You have to say this is what I want. You know, these are our our. Um, this is how we're going to measure your performance on this topic. Yeah. You know, you're, you're here now at a three, and five is where I expect you. Yep. I will always put it in writing. Always. Um, just so that there's no ambiguity. So, like, because here's what I see a lot: people are like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta get this guy to do, to manage his schedule better." Just as an example, and they'll say, "Hey, hey, you gotta manage your schedule better." And they'll say, "Oh, am I not doing a good job?" And I'll say, "Oh, no, 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 you're doing a great, you're doing a good job, you're doing a good job. Sure, you know, I just need you to be a little bit better." And the guy goes, "Oh, okay," and he's left thinking, "Oh, I am doing a good job because that's what he told me." Right. Not, and I only have to work slightly harder, which yeah, I've already done. Which Check. I've done. Hmm, I'm done. I'm good. So, and the problem with that is it's super confusing to the guy you're, you're talking to. Right. Because you walk out of there thinking, you know, unfortunately, I, I know managers that will walk out of a meeting like that and they'd be like, I'm done. I told him what's up. But you didn't. All yeah. you told him was he's doing a great job. <laughs> and that's not, that <laughs> or, was not the or point. that you're just doing a bad job. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing a bad job and you need to step it up or else. Yeah. That doesn't actually help anybody. Dude, I once had a manager pick me up. This is years ago. Picks me up. It's like, hey, go for, go for a ride with me. I'm like, okay, weirdo. So I get in his car. <laughs> you know, he's like, I have candy. So anyway, I, I get in his car and uh, you know, he was actually going to pick up lunch. And the whole ride, he's telling me what a terrible job I'm doing. Like the whole time. He's like, this isn't good enough, and that's not good enough, and this isn't good enough, and this isn't good enough. <laughs> we try to go through a drive through and he orders something. He's like, you want anything? I'm like, <laughs> I'm good. He orders his lunch for his big fat face, and we uh, drives me back to the job site. I just drops you off. And just drops me off. All right, peace, motherfucker. Peace. No, like, <laughs> measurables. No, no, like, this is what you're not doing well. Right. Just, like, generic, like, I don't think you're doing a good job. I don't think. You know, and I got. And how does that help you in any way, or him for that? Dude, I got out of the car and was super pissed. Right. I was like, "What the hell was that?" You know. Yeah. It leaves you there not wanting to work harder. It leaves you there wanting to be like, "Let me find another place to work." I did. So I mean, if you're (laughs) if you're a CM, and you have an ACM, yeah. Okay, you have an assistant construction manager. Once again, that guy is not your bitch boy. No. That guy is training. To be you one day, yep. and maybe not maybe not with you. I think a lot of guys that are CMs are worried that their ACM is gonna like <coughs> is gonna like grow up and take over their job and you know put them out to pasture or, or something like that. You know, like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think good CMs feel like that. Are you are you okay, buddy? <laughs> I think Damien's dying. I'm, I'm he's dying. not. He's I'm he's dying. having a really hard time with some Dasani right now. Oh, it's waters. <laughs> Sorry. No, but the, uh, you know, uh, that guy represents you. Yeah. So your job is to help them and raise them up and to, and, and to make them better so that you're better. So, yeah. and you're going to have to look at them every day. Every like, day. I remember in the army, it was like, sometimes you're sleep deprived and you're frustrated and 
tensions run high and you have to say hard things and you might even have to raise your voice, but then you have to <laughs> all get on the same truck and ride back to the same house where you all live, the barracks yeah. or the tent or the village full of tents or whatever it is like you have to make your bed and then lay in it so how you say it is it, like i say there are some people that deserve to be given what for yeah most of the time it's just constructive criticism along the way yeah you know it's funny you say that when i was in the navy i had a uh i was in boot camp man i had an rdc he was mean son of a bitch but i swear to god if i saw him today do i throw both my arms around him and right thank him right you know, and he was—he said some medieval shit to some okay. people. So while we're digressing, I think drill sergeants, drill instructors, anybody who has a brown round and is at a boot camp of sorts, those might be the funniest people that walk the face. Funniest of the earth. people that walk. And the I'm thing that right I got now. my ass beat for more than anything was laughing at shit they said to other people. I know. Oh sometimes it's impossible God. to not. It is the funniest stuff you've ever heard. And yeah. they just, they're just skilled professionals at mocking young privates. It's like, do you guys sit around and dream up this stuff yeah. at night? I think that there's like light beer and a campfire and they're like, oh, that's a good one. I got to write that down. But you know what though? It's funny because, you know, we, we're talking about having hard conversations and those guys, their profession is taking people that um, mm -hmm. are underperforming at being in the service, right? Because they're they're brand new. They don't know what the hell they're yeah, doing. Breaking them down to the to the first step, and then raising them back up to the right. finest fighting force the world has ever known. Right? You know, those guys, those dudes are awesome. That's a hell of a job they're well, doing. I mean, learned a lot of stuff there. A lot of setting the example. I mean, I remember listening to stories. You know, in basic, there was like, you know, you went through and you were just a piece of crap yeah. at first. Yes. And then eventually, like, right toward the end, well, you were all still pieces of crap, <laughs> and that was, like, super clear. Yeah. But they, they was, like, little moments of, like, he, they were human. You know, yeah. they would tell yeah. you stories from when they were in their old unit, and and that was where I was like, these guys are great. And that's kind of part of, like, what we're talking about here, right? Yeah. If you're a CM, Definitely. you have an ACM, or you're a... You're a CM and you're talking to a subcontractor or a punch-out guy or somebody that works for you and you need to tighten them up. How you say it, you know, it, it, if it's constructive, it's going to make a big difference in, in their performance, in their life. For sure. You know, you're going to be able to influence them in the right direction. Yeah. Right. And I wrote down lunch here, too. I like to deliver good news <laughs> or bad news over lunch. <laughs> well, I'm always hungry. You like to deliver bad news over lunch? Well, I mean, a guy's got to eat. I guess you're like, Hey, here's a pizza. Yeah. You're fired. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's I'm... in a to go box. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. You better get a lid for that drink. Oh, he's going to need a lid. Yeah. Yeah. And give him a straw. St. California. No, I just mean, you know, even if you might be having a, you need to get your act together conversation. It doesn't hurt. Now I get it. That's cool. That's good. I mean, you're, you're making fun bread. of me now. I'm making fun of you a little bit. So, well, let's talk about, um, Performance evaluations, like like okay. annual performance evaluations. Because I, I recently had a conversation with some guys, with the CM actually, and I said to him, because he's got an ACM, and I said, you are doing his performance evaluation. And he looked at me like a deer. He's like, what is that? <laughs> he's like, what? what? And I said, uh, it's important. You know, it's important for your development that you do this. Um, yeah, because nobody knows that guy like you do. Right. You could say that you do as a production manager because they all work for you directly. You sign their paychecks, but that's not what this is. This no. is day-to-day -day evaluation exactly. improvement. So, and, uh, you know, because I've had, over the years, I've had some really good 
annual reviews and some that were ridiculous. You know, yeah. we both have a, or I guess I had a mutual manager with you that would give a solid review. Like very thorough. Very thorough to the point where you're like, do you have cameras in my house? <laughs> how do you, how do you know? Yeah. But, it, you know, very thorough. And, you know, they would say, hey, here's all the criteria and evaluate you for each section and say, this is what I'm seeing. Here's the good, the bad, where you can improve. You know, and a really, a performance evaluation should take at least an hour. Um, and then I've had some where the guys are like, hey, great job. Sign here. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's it? You don't care about this or me. Yeah. I'm like, what, what is this? How does this benefit me? Yeah, you know, I think I fall, you know, I want those things to not feel super heavy. Yeah. But I think they're important. And we, I, I think that you can just say that stuff. I think that you can just say, hey, look, I don't want this to feel super heavy. But these are all important criteria. And yeah. Yeah. while I don't want to read every individual line here, maybe you do. I don't know. But I want you to know that you're doing well in these categories. I want to highlight these five things that we need sure. to work on and these five things that you're doing really well. Yeah. 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 Well, you know. It, it's it's funny you say that because I, I had a I had a guy say to me a couple of years ago and he was like look you're amazing at building houses he's like you got that I'm not gonna focus on that because I was like well I'd like to focus on that <laughs> because yeah, I'm really freaking good like at it's it. one of my best qualities and he's like he's like what we're gonna focus on is where he's like I want to see you succeed mm-hmm. beyond this position mm-hmm. so I'm gonna focus on that and that's what he did and he said here's here are the things you need to do if you want to go to the next level and I was like. Okay. And it was super beneficial. I really took it to heart and I was like, okay. And I dug into those things so that at my, the next opportunity for that position, I could say, Hey, um, here's an evaluation I had where I was told I needed to improve on these things. Here's what I did. I had it. I was like, here's everything I did to to, to get there, to get there. Mm -hmm. And now I'm here. Now I want that position. Right. I got it. So you know, so one of the yeah, things you know, I had a, I think I've actually talked about this on the podcast, but I had an evaluation one time right before I made project manager, uh-huh. and the evaluator, who will remain nameless, um, <laughs> but you'll probably know who it was when I tell you, when I tell the story, said that he goes, "How do I say this?" I know who it is. I know. <laughs> And he goes, you wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah. And eventually you'll have people working for you and maybe screaming swear words and slamming stuff. (laughs) is not going to be good for anybody. And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Cause like maybe like, like 24 hours prior to that, Mm -hmm. I was throwing shit across the trailer. Yeah. Now I get losing my mind. Yeah. It happens, man. Well, you know what? I know exactly who that was. And he's a, he's an awesome mentor. He's a great, he really is. And I think about that today because I do sometimes still fly off the handle and then I quickly poke my head in everybody's office and I say, it's just part of my process. Hey, I wear my heart on my sleeve. (laughs) It's how I deal with it. (laughs) Don't judge me. Don't judge me. And don't report me to him. Please don't tell anybody (laughs) in HR. Well, you know, it's just, it's just super important and it's hard, man, especially if you have a guy that's, that's underperforming to be honest with them because nobody, it's like breaking up with a girlfriend right. and you, nobody wants to have that conversation. Now, I think it's okay to just make shit up when you're breaking up with a girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> like, look, we're cutting ties here. All right. <laughs> totally. All right. To just be like, look, it's, it's not you. It's me. Oh, all right. Well, 
Well, if you're not cutting ties with your CM <laughs> and you want them to improve, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, you need to be really honest with them. Um, and I'll be honest, dude, I still, to this day, I've done hundreds of evaluations and uh, sometimes I still get nervous about doing it, man. I'm still like, oh. getting them or giving them? Both. Honestly, yeah, I, you know, no matter how hard I work and how much I produce, I am always a little bit nervous to hear someone else's opinion about well, how you know I'm what, doing. Dude, it's because you're being judged, right? Right. We talked about judging a lot. Yeah, it's true. So you know, and I know that I, I feel like I hold myself to a high standard, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that when I do the evaluations, the guys I'm evaluating, and girls, are like. What's this, you know, by what standard am I being judged? Right. You know, because, I mean, you are being judged. So it, it's really tough. And, you know, especially when you see, because you've done, you've done a ton of evaluations. You know, some people walk into it and they're like, not a care in the world. Right. They're like, whatever. What do you got? They sit down. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Yeah. And that, you know, and that makes got it lunch? easy. Yeah. <laughs> you got lunch? <laughs> I see it's in a to-go box. <laughs> um, but then there's other people that come in and they're, they're freaking, they're intimidated before they walk oh, in the you door. You see it on their face. And then their, their face, hands man. and then they're just body language. Yeah. You know, and that's, and when you see that, most people, if they care about this employee, they're going to uh-huh. go super light on them and they're going to be like, oh, we know it's not so bad. It's not so bad. You're right. doing a great job. When they should be saying, look, you're working really hard. But here are some things. You, here's you can what do. you need to do, maybe to work smarter. So right. maybe you don't have to work as hard as you do. Maybe here's some keys, you know, improvement points that you can take out of this. You know, but you just have to, as the manager, you're not just signing up to get a bigger paycheck. You're signing up to have those hard conversations, and you have to be willing to do it. Yeah, because nobody improves around you. Yeah, you, you'll stay, you know, status quo if you just keep it like it is if you yeah. come in every day and you walk by the guy who just threw trash on the floor or the guy who we used to joke about who's who you know wiped his hands and said man i did a great job today when you're looking at something that's just blatantly <laughs> wrong and crooked and awful yeah. and it's like you know you gotta make those corrections if you walk yeah. by him you're the one that's wrong 100 mm-hmm. percent. so because eventually somebody in that chain of command is going to have the courage to have the conversation they're going to say hey dude yeah who told you you broke? <laughs> Which one of these idiots is your boss? Oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. Right. So, and then, you know, so it's not just about giving bad news or, or, or criticizing, right? The best thing you can do is if you, if you have that conversation with somebody and there needs to be improvement is to, is to train them and say, hey, here's where I need you. Here's where you need to improve, but here's how I want you to do it. Here's a training program in order to do it. You know, we, we've talked about performance improvement plans, right? Where you take somebody uh-huh. that's underperforming and you sit them down and you give them a, a plan. Um, that can actually be really beneficial to employees that don't know that they're underperforming, right? So, so if you're going to do something like that, sure. um, and this isn't an annual thing, but it, it could be, right? It could uh-huh. be. So you're having this review with them and you're saying, hey, you know, you need all this work. You know, you're doing them an injustice if you don't tell them, explain to them how to improve. Because they may say, look, you're asking me to do something. I don't know how to do it. You know, so you need to be able to say, hey. Yeah, do you want me to start research, researching this and, like, do you want me to Google what it is that you're saying right, first? Right. Or are you going to tell me? So I, I always find it's good to say, hey, <clears throat> here's how you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get together. We're going to meet once a week for a month or whatever. Um, whatever your schedule <coughs> allows. To monitor this, yeah. to make sure, to see if you're either getting it or you're not getting it. You know, and if you're getting it, great. We'll forget about this performance improvement plan. You know, we'll, you'll complete it, essentially, and we'll move on. 
Um, but if you're not getting it, then we got to look at alternatives. <clears throat> you can go have lunch with Jason. Yeah, you just come out with me, <laughs> and I'll send you packing. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, so I, I think the bottom line is if you're gonna if you're gonna sign on to be a construction manager, a manager in any it doesn't have to be construction, any type any of a manager, you need to sign on to the idea that you're gonna have to have to to really be to come full circle in your skills. You're not just going to have to be good at your job. You're also going to have to be able to have those tough conversations. And, I mean, it goes both ways. Tough conversations, but also motivate people to be better every right. day. You know, that's really the key. And that's what leadership is. So, you know, every construction manager is either a leader by appointment or a leader by emergence, right? And if they're a leader by appointment, that means somebody put them in that position. Right. Um, but if it's by emergence, that's because they're just – They've got the skill set, and people want to be better that are around them. And they, the other people, their peers, have made them a, a leader, which is the best. Yeah. Lead by example. Lead by example. So, anyway, have the hard conversations. Don't forget to praise your people. That's it in a nutshell. Let's talk about something really important. <laughs> That's September 26th. <laughs> oh, my God. From 530 to 630 at Vanish Farm Brewery in Leesburg, Virginia. That's going to be the hopping. That's going, that's where that's you want to be. It's going to be lots of fun. It's going to be lots of fun. It will be. <clears throat> so we're going to do a live event. <clears throat> Excuse me if I make it. I might not make it through the night. Um, um, there's going to be tons of people there. Uh-huh. Right? Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there will be at least two people there. There will be people there. The beer, there's a pretty good chance we're going to record it and have put yeah. it out later. Yes. That's no, true. it's going to live. It's, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be simulcast, it's right? Simulcast. That's what, said. Yes, that's what we I don't said. I know what that is. Anyway, it's going to be an awesome event. There's going to be, uh, I, I believe there's going to be a ton of people there. The food at Vanish is amazing. The beer is awesome. There's wine. It's a great place to hang out. It's very friendly. Um, trying to convince the owner of the of Vanish Brewery to come out and let us interview him for a little bit. Um, he's a super nice guy. His name's Jonathan. Anyway, go check him out there in Leesburg. I'll put the address on Instagram. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Buildertactics.com, the new website, will be launched, will be live September 20th. Go check that out. There's tons of information on there. It's it's great website, professionally done. Uh, we got, we, I don't want to say we got a nerd to do it because I've never met the person that actually did it because this is 2019. But it's obviously better than if you were to have done <laughs> it by yourself. Yes. It does look um, fantastic. Guys, we're also selling uh, show notes. So this is super important. So... Putting a podcast out there is expensive. I'm not going to lie. Um, we're selling the show notes for the first season. So it's packet. It's about 30 couple pages long. And it's when we prep for a show, we have notes that we take. Like, so if we're talking about site management, we talk about sediment erosion control, safety, things like that. So this is basically a compilation of all the notes, all the technical stuff that we've talked about over the, the past six months or so. All together, it's basically a construction manager manual. Um, but we're going to sell it on the website. Buy it. It's 10 bucks. You'll help support the show. Everything goes right back into the show. If you don't buy it, we're going to have to close this thing up. I mean, so. if, you don't, if you don't buy it, then that's it. We're going to have to have a conversation <laughs> over lunch. Right. So, But the good news is, um, if you buy it, you'll be supporting the show. Uh, so we can keep this thing going. It, is, it, gets, it gets expensive. Um, so come out, support the show. Come support us at our live event. We'd love to see you. I, su- I, su- I suspect people will be flying in from all over the world. Oh, of course. Um, so anyway, 
Follow us on Instagram, all that good stuff. Thank you so much. We love, love, love all the support we've got from everybody. Uh, and we will see you September 26th at 5.30 6.00.